On today's show, Google's Waze is expanding its carpooling service throughout the U.S. A group developing a 1,000 mile per hour vehicle needs your help to complete it, and how Ford engineers made sure the fuel economy didn't drop too much in the performance version of the Edge. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily, the voice of the global automotive industry. Waze, the navigation app owned by Google, is really getting into carpooling. It launched a pilot program two years ago in Northern California that allows drivers to give someone a ride and the rider pays a small fee for gas and other expenses. It expanded it to 12 other states, but now it's available to anyone throughout the United States. 1.3 million people have already signed up for the carpooling service, and with the way this thing is growing, we think it could have an impact on car sales. And speaking of Google, its self-driving unit Waymo revealed it's logged 10 million test miles on public roads. A lot of people think that we need a lot of infrastructure investment before autonomous cars will become a reality, but Waymo is proving that its autonomous cars can run on roads just the way they are today. Say, have you heard of Project Bloodhound? It's a group of hardcore crazies who want to develop a vehicle that can go 1,000 miles per hour. They've already done some initial testing and say they're ready to move out of the R&D phase and into operation. So they're launching a crowdfunding campaign. It needs 25 million pounds sterling to see the project to completion. That's about 33 million bucks. And just think about it, at 1,000 miles per hour, that thing would break the sound barrier. Still to come, a look at the results of this weekend's races. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. Lear, a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems. And by ExxonMobil. In racing news over the weekend, the NASCAR Cup race at Talladega was beginning to look like a commercial for the Ford Fusion. With just a few laps to go, the first nine cars running nose to tail were Ford Fusions. But a crash bunched the field up for a late race rush to the checkers. Even though there was a crash on the last lap, NASCAR did not throw a yellow flag and let their leaders race to the end, with Eric Almirola crossing the line first in his Ford Fusion. IMSA closed out its season at Road Atlanta with an epic 10-hour battle. They call it the Petit Lama, and it was a seesaw, nail-biting battle all the way to the end. When the checker flag fell, Wayne Taylor Racing took their Cadillac DPI to first place, while the Cadillac DPI of Action Express Racing won the championship. In GTLM, The Porsche GT team won the race with a 911 RSR, but Corvette Racing won the championship. And Scuderia Corsa won the GTD category with a Ferrari 488 GT3, while Paul Miller Racing won the championship with a Lamborghini Huracan GT3. And at the NHRA Carolina Nationals, Steve Torrance won his fourth race in a row, blasting his top fuel dragster to victory in just 3.7 seconds at a speed just over 329 miles an hour. He beat Brittany Force, the defending champion. 
And those top fuel dragsters are just astounding. Steve Torrance's car has more horsepower than the first four rows at Talladega. And coming up next, how Ford engineers made sure the fuel economy didn't drop too much in the new Edge ST. Performance vehicles tend to get considerably worse fuel economy than the models that they're based on. The new Ford Edge ST, however, has an estimated rating of 21 miles per gallon combined, which is just 2 mpg fewer than the regular all-wheel drive Edge. And on last week's AutoLine After Hours, we were joined by Ed Krenz, the chief functional engineer at Ford, and he shared how it was able to keep the fuel economy from dropping too much in the Edge ST. As you walk from the prior, uh, prior edition of the Edge Sport, for example, uh, we actually, with all the performance that we're providing and all the capability that we're providing with an ST, we actually do it with an improved fuel economy label. And that's always one of our goals uh, within the performance vehicles is, is to, uh, to not compromise fuel. And you've seen that on other products like Raptors where we walked from, uh, walked from the first generation to the second generation with a 35% fuel economy improvement. It's, it's always the, the challenge to our team to provide performance. That's got to be a uh, huge challenge. What, what were some of the key enablers that allowed you to get a decent MPG rating? Uh, certainly you look at things like aero. Uh, the transmission is a big part of that, right, with the eight speeds versus the, uh, the prior version architecture. Uh, what was that, a six-speed? It was a six-speed, right, so it really gives you enough gears where you keep that engine uh, humming in the, uh, in the sweet spot from a fuel perspective. Mm -hmm. And for more about the Edge ST, you can watch that entire show right now on our website, autoline.tv, or you can find it on our YouTube channel. And this Thursday, we're going to take a deep dive into the Ford Flathead V8 which came out 86 years ago. And yet there's still a hardcore group of enthusiasts who continue to work on and develop it. What's with that engine? We'll get to the bottom of that on AutoLine After Hours. But that's it for today. Thanks for watching and please join us again tomorrow.